Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is episode number 59 and I am Brooke McCallery. up 59 feeling fine it's good good rhyming just taking out of leaf Adrian's <laughs> book yeah exactly she likes her uh, her rhyming numbers she does so day 28 of yoga how's your week been your yogic week bit disruptive mm. bit bit disruptive i've i've gone off off pissed a little bit <laughs> To use a term that we'll be using quite a lot shortly, but um, we, uh, I, I didn't really follow Adrian's um, days religiously, uh, as religious as, as previous weeks, because it's just been too hard to fit it in at, at times that we would normally have done it. So, and when you know computers are available and um, space is available. Yeah, it has. It's definitely been a, a, a the most challenging week of the month for me as well. I've like I've managed to fit yoga in in some capacity every yeah. single day, which yeah. I'm really really proud of actually. Yeah. Um, even if it is as simple as doing five minutes of sun salutations and um, you know standing in mountain pose, like in one of her videos, yoga. Um, Adrian said, if you could only commit to doing mountain pose and doing it properly every day, you would still feel the difference after yeah. a month. And yeah. so even if it's as, as simple as sort of grounding my feet and, you know, extending myself upwards and then grounding myself downwards and get like making that space in my spine every day, that alone has, has made me feel like I'm still, you know, I'm still committed. I'm in the game, which is good. That's it. Exactly. Um, but I have also done some, um, of my own kind of longer, longer sessions as well, which I've quite enjoyed actually. I mean, I love Adrian's videos and I'll definitely keep following them, but it's, it was nice to, to do basically what she suggests, which is to listen to what my body needed. Exactly. That's and, exactly what I was going to yeah, say. Actually. And do that. Like my lower back has been pretty rubbish the last couple of days. So to do things that are kind of gentle on that and gently stretching that has been really, really nice. Uh, and then I also, used this uh, i think i've spoken about it before we've got a slack line set up in our backyard and uh, i've used that as well as part of my practice i guess because it's such a mindful thing to do you know for me i'm not particularly good at it i can walk along it but that's about it but to kind of stand still on that piece of of rope um is a really it's a it's an awesome thing to do for your brain as well yeah um but also physically it really engages your core and um is very good for your balance so i've incorporated that a bit as well particularly over this long weekend it's been really nice to do just get outside and you know spend 10 minutes on the line has been really good because it's something that adrian actually encourages in her videos as well it's like experiment mm. and work with what your body's telling you because you know she doesn't hold poses like traditional yoga teachers. Yeah, no, you I know, think they're different sorts you know, she of yoga. She says like, work, work out the kinks. Like, yeah. That's what I really like doing. And so I've found this week especially is just doing exercises that are working out little little bits and pieces that don't feel right. Yeah. So I've, you know, it's the flexibility, I guess, which I've learnt this week. Mm. 
physical flexibility or? <laughs> Not quite yet. I'm so <laughs> close to touching my toes. I just, two days to go. Oh. I know. Yeah, we've got two days to go um, in the challenge. But I, interesting, I got an email from a listener during the week who uh, is a yoga teacher, I think. And she was she emailed me about two things, the first of which was my hips. I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, a couple of weeks ago, I managed my first ever proper tree pose, which I've always struggled with because of my hips. And when I, I made it into tree pose and it felt amazing, uh, I cried. And this, this teacher, this yoga teacher emailed me and she said, that's fascinating that you say that because apparently we store a lot of our emotions in those hip joints, those hip muscles. And when they release, we get... Uh, like a, an emotional release. And I mean, all I can think is that I still hold a lot of emotions because my hips are so tight. Yeah, your hips my hips are, are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and my shoulders as well. So <laughs> write back to me and tell me if, if it's also impacting your shoulders because I'm, I'm probably someone who holds on to emotion quite a lot. Um, and yeah, that was, I just found that really interesting. But she also wrote in with a, a tip for you how to maybe speed up the process of learning to touch your toes as well. So. Please, please share it with me. Um, it's a little bit complicated to kind of <coughs> share with you now, but it involved laying on your back and kind of putting your feet over your head um, into like a plow pose. And then, I find that a little bit different. Yeah, I think you probably, yeah. Anyway, I, I thought it was really interesting and worthwhile trying um, okay. in the last couple of days. What, so that, inca- that helps you being able to. And then you yeah. kind of roll all the way forward into your forward bent, forward fold in one motion so you put your your feet over your head yeah. or laying on your back um and then you roll forward all the way through up onto your feet and bend oh, through i'm not a circus before <laughs> anyway that was her, that was her suggestion she said she does it with students of hers so okay uh, but thank you for that email i found that incredibly fascinating um and i look forward to more hip releases and more emo crying on the mat it's gonna be great <laughs> But, uh, yeah, my, my lower back and my shoulders have been giving me massive grief. Um, and I think it's partly to do with the fact that this past week has been a little bit disruptive work-wise and, you know, ironically quite busy as we prepare for our trip. But, you know, that's life and we're flexing and flowing with it, which is, is nice. And it's nice to know that we can still make time for it. We haven't just thrown our hands up in the air and gone, yeah, I can't do this. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. So we've got a couple more days to go. Um, my... I don't really have any goals or aims to finish off the month other than to continue to feel happy with the progress. And, you know, I, I can see that this will become, again, another another experiment that we adopt as part of our... Let's do that review, though, once we've finished it. Yes. Because I want okay. to go through what was your favourite day, what's your favourite okay. exercise and all that sort of stuff. So I think we should just park okay. that until next episode. But what we will do is mention what we're going to do next month. Yeah, well, we have to because by next week we'll, we'll be, be halfway already, through already doing it. Yeah. next month's um, experiment. So Not I actually next month, next weeks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> April's experiment. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Pedantic. <laughs> Getting fiery at this on this podcast. Yep, that's me. Um, but we asked last week for some suggestions because we were a little bit stuck given that we're going to be traveling all of April, um, which is a nice problem to have. Don't get me wrong, but it was kind of difficult to think of some experiments that would fit in that and not, not feel like work and also not feel like, you know, a stroll in the park. So we, we threw it out to you guys and Thank you so much for your suggestions. I got a heap of suggestions on Facebook and through the comments and via email. 
what we have... I quite liked the suggestion that came through about kiss, kissing passionately for five minutes. Yes. Which would be, you know, it, it would have to cut our passionate kissing down by at least half a <laughs> half. Wow, I really struggled to get that out. <laughs> you overthought it. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> I really did. Uh, anyway, yes, good suggestions. Yes. But, but what we're going to do for the next month? We're going to journal. Uh, and that was a suggestion that came through from a lot of people in some capacity. Some people suggested a gratitude, gratitude journal, journal or a family journal. Family journal. Um, so we're going to combine the two. Yeah. I, yeah. I think this is um, this is something that I really think will fit well with travel as well. Uh, but we'll buy a, a big, like a big kind of format notebook and on one double spread page every day we'll write down uh, like our favourite memory, our favourite joke, something that we're grateful for that day, something like a moment. So and do, we you do, each, do you do it after, like at the end of the day or do you do oh, it the look, next ideally, day for the day previous? Ideally we do it at the end of the yeah. day. I mean, that would be nice and there's, there'll be few excuses as to why we can't find time to do that on holidays really. Yeah. Um, but, That's true. you know, it'll either be in an afternoon thing or... But it's going to be one book so we've all got to like... Work our way, work, work our yeah, so we'll sit, around one another. And, yeah, so. but I think we'll just sit down for, you know, 15 minutes and talk about the day and we'll ask the kids what their favourite moment was. Oh, I had it. Like, so I thought, okay, so you're going to write down everyone's piece. Yeah, we'll sit down together and do it. Ah, I think that's that's okay. part of the beauty of it. <clears throat> I thought we were each writing something. Well, that would be difficult because the kids can't really write yet. Well, draw something. Yeah. Uh, but then I think we... A few things to kink out before we... Uh... <laughs> Seat of our pants, right here. Uh, we're living dangerously with our journaling. Um, yeah, so the way I see it, that's the way I see it. We sit down together and then it becomes like a thing that the family does together. And then the kids, there'll be loads of space on the page in my mind that the kids can then draw and, you know, okay. colour in and, and make it a bit of a, a project and something fun for them to do as well. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. So that's... That's what we're going with. I think it'll be it'll be fun. Um, I've never journaled before, so that's no, a challenge for me. I think. Yeah, I, that's one of the things that I think I will find challenging. I've I do my morning pages, or I have been doing my morning pages this month. I haven't done them with any regularity at all, and that I think is my challenge. Mm. I journal like a, a mad person for a while and really get a lot out of it, but then it falls off the radar. So I'll be curious to see if we can stick with this for the month. Um, yeah. I think, but I think that's really the only challenge. I mean, if you guys, if you're interested in playing along with us, and I would absolutely love it if you did, because we're starting to get some really cool shares on uh, social media, on Instagram, particularly with hashtag slow home experiment. Uh, if you wanted to join in with us, I mean, of course, you don't need to be traveling to do it. I mean, what we often do is uh, at the end of the day, we're sitting down having dinner together. We'll just ask the kids what their favourite part of the day was. And not favourite part and of the day. And importantly... They, they what, love saying the not favourite part. They do because it gives them an opportunity to talk about things that they might not otherwise have raised. Like if, oh, you know, funny. they had a run-in with a friend or... I had to sit in the naughty chair. Yeah. <laughs> Did <there>. you? <laughs> you had to. Well, uh, Toby says that sometimes when he didn't even have to. Didn't even do it. No, I think he was asked to sit in the thinking chair once, but for his first, like, three weeks of primary school. It was, like, every day. Yeah. Pretty funny. Sorry. Keep going. Yep, thanks for uh, derailing me. Um, No, but if you wanted to, and, I mean, sitting down for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever, is a big ask to do it as a family kind of thing, but you could absolutely do it during mealtime or someone else emailed me a suggestion. I think it's Liz Gilbert thing 
where you have a happy jar or a happiness jar and mm. every day you write down on just a little scrap of paper one thing that made you happy in the day and then either on a bad day or at the end of the month or you know sometime when you're feeling sad you pull them out and you have a look um, and I think that's a really wonderful idea that really could be adopted into this challenge as well, this experiment. So um, please let us know if you're going to follow along and how you're going to do it, because I would love to, to hear what you guys feel about, you know, the process and what, what changes throughout the month, which will be interesting. But I think, I think that's us for the, the week. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, enjoy your um, enjoy your week, guys. We we happy Easter. Yeah, happy Easter. Happy... Well, happy past Easter. Yeah, or happy Easter for two thousand seventeen. That's it. <laughs> Only three hundred and sixty-four <laughs> days to go. Um, but we will be back on Thursday with a hostful, and we we head off this week. But every show should be coming out as normal, and um, we'll be around, if not as much on social media. We'll still be uh, around and. Yeah. I think we'll probably do more on social media. Maybe. 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 Um, I'm not making any promises. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Have a lovely week. This has been another episode of the Slow Home Podcast. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe via iTunes and leave us a rating or a review. Thanks for listening. Jack Rabbit FM. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.